Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hello, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 7 of the Travel Tidbits podcast. I'm Erin Schaup, one of the travel agents of Pineapple Escapes, and Jennifer Stoll is joining me today. Today, we're going to discuss Jennifer's and I's recent trip to the Guanacaste area of Costa Rica. We will be sharing where we stayed, the resorts we toured, the adventures and excursions we explored, and what we learned on our trip. All right, at the core, let's jump right in and talk about where we stayed first. Planet Hollywood in Costa Rica. This is an all-inclusive, family-friendly resort on the beach, and it's set in the hillside. It has very steep walking paths, so they do provide extra long golf carts for transportation. Now, the beach at this resort has black sand, which is really neat to see if you haven't. And the sand does get really hot, so wear your swim shoes or flip-flops. They do have some snorkel gear, but you can borrow theirs or bring your own. And they do suggest to go early in the morning when the tide is high. And the staff there also said there aren't any rocks or coral at the beach, so there really isn't much to see here. Now, the water was really warm in April when we were there, so that is a plus. And if you like monkeys, and those are on your list to see, we did see them in the trees at the beach while we were eating breakfast one morning. So that was kind of neat. There are wristbands here that also act as your room key, so you don't have to worry about forgetting your key card, which is really nice. Now, let's talk about star class and what that includes. These are just a few of the highlights. There are many uh, included things with Star Class, but I just wanted to touch on a few of them. At check-in, you can make special selections for your mini fridge, your snacks, and aromatherapy in your room. And you also have a personal agent or a butler that can make all your reservations for dinner. And non-Star Class has no reservations. There is also a private Star Class pool, which was really nice. And then you also get preferred room locations. There's nightly turndown service. And then there's an exclusive green room lounge with alcohol and snacks. Uh, you also have access to a pillow menu where you can select your pillows. You'll have discount on spa services. And there's an exclusive a la carte breakfast at the Blue Star Tex-Mex restaurant, which was really good. And the best perk is you get one free hour of hydrotherapy per day with the reservation, which is excellent. Now, let's talk pools. Jennifer, do you want to talk about the pools at the resort? Yes, that would be great. I really like the selection of pools at the resort. The main pool I thought was fairly large considering the size of the resort. So there are actually... The main pool and then next to it, there's another smaller pool. They didn't designate, you know, kids for each of those larger pools, but it did seem like the larger pool, the kids, the few kids that were there were in, and the smaller pool, which both of them had a swim-up bar, but the smaller pool seemed more uh, the adults were hanging towards that end. That was centered at the bottom of the hill, 
where you talked about you could take the golf carts down. Um, and as you walk up, you can see you can see everything. You can see both of those pools, your kids' pools to the right. They do provide towels. Around the pool, they do have lots of options for different chairs if you'd like to sit inside the pool. Uh, they had chairs that were sitting up so you could get a little bit of water and feel a little bit refreshed as you were laying there in a lounge chair. They also had cabanas. We were fortunate enough, two of the days that we were there, Aaron and I, um, as a part of our trip, were able to have use of the cabanas. The cabanas that we enjoyed had a mini fridge with water and stocked with a little bit of alcohol. It was also covered so you could sit down, a small couch, a couple of chairs. Um, an area to put purses and things like that. And as you walked out, um, there were several chairs on either side, and then you had your own smaller pool, which there were actually two that we were able to use. So 10 of us at a time seemed like to be the maximum people that were in the pool, but it was nice. You could uh, sit on the side of those smaller cabana pools and get your son. Um, you had a, once again, a waiter that would come to you and take drink orders. And what was really nice, he took food orders from us as well. So we didn't have to do much of anything. The cabanas were very nice. I know the prices when you first look at them seem a little steep, but if you're splitting them with another family or if there's others with you, it does make it fairly convenient. The kids area, just as you walked in, the pool area was to the right-hand side. There were the kids activities. People had smaller children in the pool many times that we were walking by. And, um, you know, they had little slides, they had little sprinkles, just things that you would find at a, a normal kids area. And then what was really fun is on Saturday, and they have this every Saturday, they have the bubble party or the foam party. And so that was really, really neat. I'd never seen one of those before. And we were sitting around the pool and when the time for the show to start, um, a little parade of their entertainment staff and some of their characters came in. It was so nice. They surrounded that main pool. So you could see all the dancing and all the singing. And then they did some games with everyone and everyone was very entertained. And then, of course, the bubble party started. They have a huge foam machine. And so they shot bubbles out you know, into and all around the pool. And then they let loose of these huge beach balls. And so we could play kind of beach volleyball up and down and along the pool. But I thought that was very entertaining. And I do think that the guests that were there really, really enjoyed that. I believe that's it on the pools. Of course, the star class has their own pool and it sat above the other pools and they looked down on the area with all the uh, the other pool activities but they had their own private bar up there. They had their own private waiters and waitresses. It was a little bit quieter up there, which is what the star class is supposed to be anyway. Yeah. I wanted to touch base back on the foam party. I hadn't sure. been in one of those either. And it was really fun. And they did kick it off with the little parade. And they do have some characters that come out and costumes. Mm -hmm. That's kind of different because I haven't stayed at a Planet Hollywood. But that's kind of their theme. They have characters. So they come out and do a little parade, and then they have quite a bit of staff that actually go yes and dance around the pool, um, which is kind of entertainment also. <laughs> yes. And then, yeah, once the phone party starts, it's not out of control, and it's not like party central. It's just adults having a yeah. good time, and there are kids in there, too. So it's not like mm -hmm. it's an adult-only party, because it's not. 
No, there were kids in there. And I thought it was neat how we we were able to interact with other people who were there and the staff members were great. The entertainment staff, I thought, did a really nice job of trying to get, you know, everyone involved and everybody to have a good time and lots of dancing, lots of good music, Costa Rican music, which I liked as well. Yeah, it was a good time for sure. Okay, let's go on to the spa. So the spa here, uh, as I mentioned earlier, Star Class receives one hour of hydrotherapy per day. We went twice. We loved it. If you haven't done hydrotherapy at any of the resorts, we do recommend you check it out, especially since it's included here. And there was also a lady from the spa who would come out with her uh, portable massage chair. And she would do a free five to 10 minute massage. And I know Jennifer had this done. Do you have any thoughts on that? You know, I really liked that. I thought it showcased something from their spa. A lot of people, I think they assume that a spa is too expensive. And they ju- at least I always do. And so it was a nice way for the ladies to walk around. They offered it for free. So I thought, hey, I'm going to take advantage. And I did give her a tip, of course. But they were down by the pool and, you know, you sit down and and put your head in one of the rests and they did a quick, probably like you said, 10 minutes, quick massage of your shoulder area, neck area, you know, put a little oil on there. And for 10 minutes, it was very just nice and relaxing. And like I said, just a small tip and it gave you a really good idea of, you know, what some of the, at least some of the services in terms of massage that are offered within the spa. And I want to add to the hydrotherapy, if you don't mind real quick. I really enjoyed that. I have never done anything like that. I really have never done anything with a spa on any of these trips that we have been on. And to be able to have the star class and go down and try that out, I just, I thought that was really neat. It was very relaxing to sit in the chairs even. It was just nice and dark and um relaxing music and they provided water and little snacks once again for you. So I highly recommend their hydrotherapy sessions. And like you said, if you're in the star class, that's included two of them to make a reservation for. And I just really appreciate that. I thought that was really nice. Yeah, it was really nice. And at some of the resorts, you might get a free session of hydrotherapy, but this one you could go once a day. So that was kind of neat. That was nice. Okay. Now, let's get to food. So we're just going to touch base real quick on some of the restaurants that are at Planet Hollywood. Poolside, there's Guy's Burger Joint. Jen, you want to talk about that real fast? Sure. We did that a couple of times, I do believe. What's nice? The location. It's right there next to the main pool. What's even nicer is I can be lazy and order from the waiter (laughs) who's coming around taking three quarters. And, you know, you order a burger and you can have fries with it. They had chicken fingers that I believe we sat down and tried one day over by where it was located. And I'm trying to think if they had had pizza too. Chicken finger pizza. That was it. I did not try the pizza. But, you know, it was your genuine burger. I didn't feel like it was too large, too small. It was just right. And you could put pretty much any topping on it. And um, like it was just nice to be able to have that by the pool. You could have a late lunch. You could have it as a snack or, or whatever you wanted to have it for. But I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was good. Yes. Okay, so next is the SoCal, which is their main buffet. It is up near the lobby. 
And um, we came in on our arrival day and we tried this out for a late lunch. It's kind of your typical resort buffet. They have your different stations set up. They have a crepe station, which was very popular. Yes, it was. <laughs> and then they have your typical, you know, your salad buffet area, your um, your chicken and pork and steak stations. I tried the salad and I had to ask somebody what the dressings were and it was blue cheese or a mustard. So that was kind of different because I don't really. You're right. There was not a lot of choices. um, (laughs) The dressing. No. So that was kind of different. But the rest of the food for lunch was good. And it is open for breakfast also. And oh, side note, if you are not staying star, uh, star class, then this is the only option for breakfast. Unless you grab a little donut at the fuel. But breakfast buffet was uh, it was pretty good. They have your standard waffles, pancakes, you know, sausage, eggs, potatoes. Yeah, it was just it pretty standard. Like it was almost a brunch, too. You know, it, they had it was huge, and I think there was just a lot to choose from. Lots of breads. Yeah, your pastries. I didn't try any of the breads, but I did. I remember seeing cinnamon rolls and things like that. But yeah, I thought it was large. Like you said, it was just, there was a lot there to look at and a lot to offer. Um, and then also they have your East Sushi and Teppanaki. So Jen, you want to talk about that? Sure. We made reservations for this. It's a very popular place to eat at the resort and they don't seat many people. And it, it reminds me of hibachi, like we can get here at home. What, what was nice, I've, I've never ordered sushi before. And I don't try sushi that often. So I thought when we were there, I'm going to go ahead and do it. And it was nice that they brought that out first as a small appetizer. And the chef was talking to us about how the dinner was going to go. And so tried the sushi. It was it was really good. I'm more like the California roll person. And so that was great. Aaron and I were there with um, two other people. And then there were two families, couples. We're not really sure, but there were 12 of us, I believe. Or around the hibachi grill. And the night we were there, it was, it was pretty crowded. So our reservation is probably a must, I'm going to assume. It was nice. The chef was really um, good. He, you know, did his normal, you know, cutting everything up. And then he did the egg trick. And he tried to get us to catch a piece of egg as he tossed it to us over the plastic. They still had a plastic um, barrier up for COVID restrictions, but, um, that, you know, that was really neat. The food was more than filling. By the time I got to the dessert, I'd pretty much had all I needed to have, but you could have chicken, you could have shrimp, you could have beef. I believe, was that all of the choices for the meats, Erin? Uh, yeah. Chicken, shrimp, and chicken, um, the shrimp and then the beef. Uh, Of course you have a slew of vegetables, but it's, it's entertainment as well with your dinner. And um, I do believe we enjoyed that one quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Okay. Next, we'll do the Sunset Strip Steakhouse. So this is your steakhouse option here. And they have a little private room that you can rent if you do have a group that's going to want a private area. Um, If not, you can sit out in the main area. And here, we, Jennifer and I both tried the Surf and Surf. Yes. But when we were reading the menu, just out of habit, we both ordered the surf and turf. And that's <laughs> not on the menu. And the waiter is like, you mean surf and surf? And we're like, oh, 
yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> us being Americans are used to surf and turf, and down there it was surf and surf, <laughs> yes. which was shrimp and fish, and it was good. Um, no complaints here. Right. Um, and then it came with a fabulous potato. That was really good. That was best potato I've had, I think. I agree. <laughs> so that was a good experience as well. And then up next, we'll do Gusto Italian. Jennifer, any thoughts on the Italian place? Uh, Italian, I believe, was one of the first places we ate. It's located down by the pool. And yeah. it's, as Aaron said, it is Gusto. Did I say this correctly? Gusto. So we, once again, because we had star class, we were able to make reservations through our agent. And um, the setting was beautiful. They had lots of Italian, you know, decor around and menu wise there were a lot of things to choose from as far as pasta was concerned myself i chose the mushroom pasta and it was really interesting because if you ask for pepper the waiter would come out and he had i don't know aaron like a five foot long container of pepper and so he would it was it was something funny that i guess that they do someone had told us to ask for that but I believe I also had an app. Do I have an appetizer at that one? Well, I that was the one we tried ordering the Caesar salad and it That's didn't <laughs> come out Caesar salad. I think we we're all ready for a salad, you know, that <laughs> night. And like Aaron said, right next door um, is another restaurant. And they we're not really sure. We tried to get a salad and they brought us a salad, but you know, wasn't what you would consider a salad in America, but no. you know, embrace the differences. That's the way I look at it. Once again, more than filling, plenty of room. I know there was a large party next to us. I'm sure they called a reservation in. So I believe they had 10 or 12 people with them. Um, just a nice atmosphere. Your typical yeah. kind of little, little upscale Italian setting. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Okay, next we'll do Blue Star Tex-Mex. This is an option that's open for breakfast. If you are in star class, it's an a la carte breakfast. Mm. It was really good. We went several times. I had the French toast. Jennifer, I know you had some eggs, I believe. I did. And it was very, very good. I really enjoyed that breakfast. Yeah. And I know the pancakes were good as well. But that's an option for an a la carte breakfast if you are in star class. We also enjoyed dinner here. I know I had ordered um, what's similar to fajitas, but they bring it out in a skillet. And then there was actually like a cheese sauce over everything. Yes. And it was really good. I know we had ordered several appetizers. I know we had some nachos. Oh, yeah. That was the place that we tried. There was four or three of us, I believe, one time that we went. So we ordered each ordered up a different, different appetizer. Um, we each ordered a different dessert. We were just trying to sample some of everything. And I, that was my favorite place to eat. Yeah, it was good. Desserts were good. I know we had, we tried the grilled pineapple, of course. It was yummy. Yes. Uh, there was some apple pie, kind of like a little tart. It was really yes. good. That was my favorite dessert. I like yeah. that. And then I think there was a flan, if I remember correctly. And, oh, they're little, uh, they do like little funnel cakes, if you kind of want to call it oh, that. yes. It's sat up. Um, yeah. Yes. It's sat up straight. Instead yes. of laying down flat, it was very decorative the way they set it up. But it did look like a miniature funnel cake. Very well put together. It was yeah. really cute. Yeah, it was good. That was definitely a, a great option 
for breakfast or dinner. Win-win. Yes. And then there's the overtime sports bar. Jen, you want to talk about this fun? Uh, yeah. We were hearing about this. Aaron and I would go see the shows after dinner a lot. And I'll be honest with you, we were tired after excursions and everything else. <laughs> so we only went to the sports bar really the last night. Everyone was going. They kind of deemed it the karaoke bar because there was. There was a karaoke set up right in the middle of the bar. Um, we sat out towards the front entrance and kind of a large area and people were singing karaoke. And I believe in the back, there were some people playing pool. So there, it's supposed to be, you know, kind of a laid back karaoke bar situation. And, you know, it's always fun to hear the different voices and the different songs and how people participate and just a really lively place to go after typically the shows that are put on by the resort and their entertainment. And I know a lot of people in our group, they went every night because they enjoyed doing the karaoke every night. Yeah. And you can also order some standard um, mm -hmm. bar food in there um, yeah. also. And I don't remember, Aaron, what time it opened, but I seem to remember you and I going in during the day just to check it out one day. And it was later afternoon. Yeah. And I remember seeing people sitting at the bar having, like you said, just some genuine bar food. It was wings or something else. Yeah. So I'm going to assume it opened later in the day and then stayed open late at night. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. And then last is Fuel, which is their standard kind of coffee shop. Um, you can go in in the morning and get some donuts and some pastries. Um, and then for lunch, they actually have some pre-made sandwiches that you can take with you. And then they also have desserts and ice cream. So I have some brownies and then there's a separate ice cream area. We did sample the ice cream a couple of times. You have to. Yes. So that's kind of a standard at an all-inclusive, but it was, it was good. It's a nice option to grab something fast if you're on the go. Okay, now let's talk about the size of the rooms and the layout. Jennifer, did you have any thoughts about like the layout of the rooms here? Well, it was really nice because we had our own rooms. <laughs> and so, I, <laughs> True. you know, when, when we're given those, wow, <laughs> it really makes your day when you walk in. And it's still a big deal for me to walk in and just to see all that thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be the one who's, you know, <laughs> in here for the week. It's really nice. We had a ocean view room, king size bed. And um, because of the way the resort is built um, with Costa Rica and the, the amount of hills, different parts of ocean views look very different. Like Erin's room view versus my room view was a little different. She had a tree <laughs> right where she was. Yeah. And where my ocean view, it was, it was straight out. I was also overlooking other buildings that they had. Um, on the property. So it wasn't necessarily that you're sitting down on the beach and looking out on the ocean view. That's not how their ocean view rooms are set up. Now, if you had gone higher than the floor I was on, totally different, you know, yeah. different situation. So it, it was fine with me. I love the balcony. Um, there was a chair and table out there. It was really quiet. Um, I sat up there a couple of times at night. As you walked in, um, you see a large king-size bed on the left-hand side, um, a small pull-out, and then so much room. The shower was my favorite. 
<laughs> it was a very large rain shower. There was a bench inside of there. I mean, truthfully, if you were standing, you could fit four or five people in there. But I love the marble. I love the way it was set up. Two sinks, which two sinks yeah. is always nice to have no matter where you are. Tons of storage, tons of th- areas to hang, um, whatever you needed to hang up. One toilet, it was secluded off to the side. But really, the size of that room, I was super impressed. Yeah, it was King large. King bed was very comfortable. I First time in my life, I ordered the pillow that I wanted. They asked for aromatherapy. And so the first night we were there, they brought in a small aromatherapy you know, container. And I could smell it, of course. And then there's a mini fridge, like your typical, all-inclusive. And that stayed stocked. There were snacks that I had requested. They were there, you know, every night. So I was really impressed with the room. And I know Aaron and I toured some of the other rooms. We went to a star class room, I believe. Uh, I'm trying to think what else, Aaron, which other ones we toured. Did we tour one with two queen size beds in it? Well, we had seen one of the director suites. That's right. Because the producer suite was booked. But I just think overall, the rooms were really impressive. I liked the color. It wasn't too dark, but yet it wasn't too light. Yeah. There's a wall that goes down the middle that kind of separates the bath area from your sitting bed area. And on that wall is a TV. And Aaron and I were able to order room service and have room service delivered on the days that we were going on early excursions. That was very nice. And they have a little box where the room service people put your food into and they let you know that it's there and then you can go get it. You don't have to open the door. You just have your little box door, open it up and it's your food is sitting right there. But I really, really liked the room. The size of the room was enormous. I did forget to mention with star class too, when it comes to room service, you do have a few other options that are available for star class only. Yes. And I know there was an enormous croissant that I know Jennifer ordered. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you think you're ordering like a little croissant with just an egg on it was all I wanted. It was shaped like a football and it <laughs> was it was a good three inches long. It was huge. It was more than enough for someone for breakfast, I didn't believe. Yeah. And their room service was kind of... Um, For early morning breakfast, you had to order it for sure the day before because apparently they limit. There's a limit on how many early morning breakfasts (laughs) can be reserved. So if you're going to want breakfast for tomorrow, you need to order it today (laughs) early in the morning because there's only uh, so many spots that they do that for. Yes. Well, and we didn't realize that until the first time we tried it. And we're like, and they oh, were we kind better, of you know, we better get our order in for the next day. But, you know, once it was on time, if not, it was a little bit early. Like yeah. sometimes other resorts, when you need something early because you got to get somewhere, you just aren't sure if it's going to get there. It was on time. Yeah. And then I just wanted to touch base real quick, too, on the view from the rooms. They are um, the ones we had were ocean view. But like I said, we are on a hillside. Yes. So you're definitely up in a hill, but you get really good panoramic views of like the whole bay and the mountain area when we had went in april is the end of the dry season so everything was kind of brown but still very gorgeous views there so i did want to mention that real fast 
Yes, you're you're right. The view, the panoramic view was nice because you could see, as you said, the higher up, you know, you can see everything. I know a lot of times when I'm selling properties and they ask for ocean view, in my mind, they're thinking I'm sitting right down there, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, on the beach and I can, you know, like walk right out and I'm there and it's just the setup of the resort. Yeah. It's hilly and that's just yeah. how things are set up. But I loved the room. Uh, that's one of the best rooms I believe I've been in in a resort. Yeah. So we're going to continue with just a last bit of information for uh, Planet Hollywood. And that was entertainment at the resort, which, as we mentioned at the poolside, it was on par. Entertainment was great here. But for the nightly shows, they did have some great shows that we saw pretty much every night. And here we saw there was a queen performance show. And there were a couple of different aerial artist shows. Mm -hmm. There was a 90s night or an 80s night. I forget which one it was. It was one of them. 80s night because I knew everything and nobody else did. Uh, Okay. So it was 80s. And then there were also fire dancers, which was pretty cool. And then the last night they had a silent night where everyone had on headphones that played music. And everybody kind of danced to their own music through the headphones so it looked kind of different <laughs> anything else on the resort jen no i think we covered it okay now let's get into the best part the excursions yes. we booked our excursions with frank the tank he is a local and is insured he does communicate through facebook messenger and not only does he do the excursions, but he'll also give you a discount on airport transfers once you've booked an excursion. So if you are looking for an airport transfer, he will give you a discount on that if you've booked an excursion with him. So let's start with the water combo tour. And this is essentially a snorkeling tour that also has a couple different pieces to it. But you also boat to a nearby beach. That has kind of like a walkable cave. Um, it's got a large opening and a smaller exit. Um, you can't really walk out the exit because it goes, it's got some pretty big waves there, but it's pretty different. It's something unique to check out for sure. And then also, when you're done with the cave, you actually boat over to Cocoa Beach. And here you can shop for your so- souvenirs that you might not find at the resort. And they also do have a few bars and restaurants. But when you're on the tour, the time here is limited. You get about an hour to go do your souvenir shopping and check out the area. So you don't have a whole lot of time to like order a meal or anything. But you could grab a beer to go or a, a drink to go. And also you can fish on this tour, but we chose not to do that. We really wanted to spend more time snorkeling and checking out the beaches and souvenir shopping. But that is an option to do on this tour. And uh, it is also a private tour. So it's for one to four people. So that's you and your guests on a boat. And that's it. There's nobody else on the boat. So the price is the same if you have one or four people. And you might add, Erin, because this could happen to other people as well. There were supposed to be four of us. (laughs) Erin had a friend that came to share part of her week as well as I did my guest had gotten ill and we could not go the day that Aaron had set up for us. We had to pick a different day. 
And so we called Frank and he, I did, and he was very workable with the situation. And I believe what, what was a little bit nice, I guess, is Aaron's excursion was a little different than mine, which I can add to that in a minute. But I like the way that he allows his people to be a little flexible, you know, yeah. if there is time about things that you want to do or see. Yeah. An excursion is about a four hour tour. So it's only about a half day trip. It's not a full day one, but it, it was good. We enjoyed it quite a bit. Jen, what did you want to add about it? Uh, my friend Shelly and I oh, yeah. did the excursion. What We did not feel like going shopping to the beach, which I know you did. Yeah. So we chose to do the the fishing part of it. But what, what, what we ended up doing, we did snorkeling first, went to see the cave like you did, um, got back on the boat, and we went fishing just for a little bit before they brought us back. There were so many fish. I've never caught so many fish in my entire life, and I'm not a fisher. <laughs> but we each show, they showed Shelly and I each how to handle two fishing rods at the same time. They were just so good. And we take the fish off and threw them back in. But it was just so fun because every time you throw the bait out on the line, another one would come up. It was interesting that they kept one of the fish that I caught to take home because it was huge. Yeah. <laughs> and they took our pictures. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm they sure did. they did on yours as well. Yeah. And we, they brought a pineapple and they cut up a pineapple for us. And the, once again, best pineapple ever. Yeah. I forgot to mention with the snorkeling park, so I kind of breezed right through that. Yeah, you, but they, you need to mention that. You had yeah. great pictures from that. Yeah, they take you to like a coral reef area, and it's a white sand area over there, and the water's really clear. But we actually saw a really large sea turtle, and I know you did too. Yes. So that's really cool. You can snorkel down and swim with the sea turtle. But the guide, well, we had Bruno, and he'll actually point out like lobsters. Yes. He'll look for lobsters. And the eels, you actually saw quite a bit of eels in the coral area over there. So he pointed those out. And they actually picked up like a baby octopus and was holding this yes. thing. And I did not want to touch it, but he clearly was just holding this octopus like it was his best friend. So it was kind of, it, it was a nice tour. I'm glad we did that one. Yes. Now we also did a, a unique volcano tour. And yes. this is an all-day tour that includes lunch. So here you'll get picked up at the resort, and then you get in a shuttle and go to a meeting point. And here you can get out and get some snacks and drinks because it is an all-day tour. So they highly recommend getting a snack and a drink because you're going to be out and about all day. But once you get your snacks and drinks, you then get on a different shuttle. And your first stop is actually the Rincon de la Vieja National Park. Good job pronouncing that. Uh, I tried. <laughs> but this was a pretty neat place. Here, there's an optional zipline excursion that you could do. It does cost more than the tour itself. Jennifer and I didn't do this, but we had time to go explore the park. Mm -hmm. And then there was a hanging bridge there. Right. I walked out on that and Jennifer came out slightly. Hanging bridges aren't her favorite thing. No. But <laughs> I came out there a little bit. Yes. <laughs> and here there's also ho a hotel. So we kind of walked around the grounds of the hotel and it was beautiful. Lots of plants and flowers. Uh, we got to peek in a little cabin that was there when the maids was cleaning it. So that was kind of neat to see that property. 
And then we walked down to the creek here also, which was pretty neat to see. And then once everybody gets done ziplining here, you'll stop. The next stop is actually a waterfall in the Guanacaste area. And of course, it's beautiful. There were changing rooms here and bathrooms. And then there were just a few local vendors selling their local goods. But the waterfall itself was beautiful. Definitely a sight to check out when you're in Costa Rica. Any other thoughts on the waterfall there, Jen? No, I think you described it well. Yeah, it was neat. And, you know, there was, I don't know how many steps there was to get down to it, but I don't know, maybe a hundred. I mean, there was a few, but it wasn't right. like 500 of them. <laughs> no, but, you know, it's it's one of those situations, again, where if, you know, mobility wise, you know, you have to, if you get down there, you have to get back up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's not for someone who, you know, is out of breath, gets winded very easily and it bothers them or, you know, just walking and doing stairs in general. Yeah, it was good. It was neat to check out. And then next we drove some, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes maybe to reach the uh, Miravalles Volcano Activity Center. And first, you can ride a horse up to the top, which Jennifer did. Yes. I chose to ride the bus because I'm not quite the horse fan. But I think Jennifer's horse was a little picky. He was my type of horse. (laughs) I liked him. He stopped and snacked on the way. You know, once again, flexibility within their tours. I like that. You know, Erin has a bad hip. And... Riding a horse is not her thing. She doesn't want to aggravate that. So um, she was able to go on the bus as well as a couple others who just didn't want to do it. And so we had one of the owner's sons, I believe is the way they described it. He was in charge of horses and keeping the horses together with us. I could hear him behind me making noises, you know, clicking noises that the horses understood to keep going, that kind of thing. Mine wanted to stop a few times. We had one that the horse did not want to go all the way to the top. So the gentleman went over, helped her get off. And she decided she chose to walk the rest of the way with him. So it was really neat. I enjoyed it. It was pretty long, I thought. Yeah. But you're in Costa Rica. You may as well try it if you think you can do it. So, yeah. And then after that, we were at the top, so we actually had lunch prepared by the locals, and he had a choice of chicken, pork, fish, or steak, and it was served with, you know, local fare with beans and rice and some salad, and right. it was good. And then after lunch, we walked to the Volcano Open Crater, and here you get to walk through. You can smell the sulfur, for sure. Yes. It's pretty strong. It was kind of neat to explore through there. And after you get done exploring the open crater, that's where you get to go do the mud pits or the mud baths. <laughs> so this is kind of different. I've never done that before. Um, but here you apply the mud to your skin. Actually, first, you actually go sit in a sauna. Yeah, there's up a your whole pores. process to this. Yes, yes, there is a process. You sit in the sauna, open up your pores, and then you apply the mud to let it dry. Once it's done drying, then you actually shower off the mud. And then you go sit in these hot pools or the hot springs, as you call Mm -hmm. them. And there were three of them. You go from one to the other. And then the very last one is the cold one. 
And this is supposed to help close your pores. So as I said, it's you a did process. the cold one. I did not. It was too oh, cold did? for me. So. Yeah, it, it, it was chilly. That's for yes. sure. <laughs> but after all this, you should feel rejuvenated and have some softer skin. And as it was pointed out, you might be smelly like sulfur, as our driver noticed on our way back to our hotel. Yes. <laughs> Jennifer also did another excursion into the jungle and was able to see some wild sloths. So why don't you tell us quickly about that excursion? It's a very small place that we went. The driver and obviously the tour guides knew these people and they set this up previously. I don't think you could find it if you were just driving around, you know, looking for something. It was basically like a very large backyard jungle type area where um, some species, you know, could live that needed plants or certain just certain things to eat and so a gentleman met us there and he took us on a tour down a small path that had been made poisonous frogs you know he pointed out different vegetation as we went along he couldn't guarantee that we were going to see anything but he did his best to make sure we could and the sloth was the best of course there were a lot of sloths in the trees and that's where they stay most of the time this one had come down he said they come down once a week to go to the bathroom (laughs) So this one had come down. He said he's about nine months old and we enjoyed the heck out of that. We could have stayed there forever. He showed us one plant that he tore in half and the purple color of it, he put on her head, turned her color purple of her hair. And so it was really nice to see that. And um, then he just kind of walked us out. So there's no sign, no, you know, entrance per se. It's nice. The tour operators just knew this person and, he did this for us. So I really enjoyed that. Yeah, definitely sounded really neat. And if you're in Costa Rica, most people want to go check out some sloths. Yes. It seems like the popular thing to do. So yes, definitely recommend that excursion um, if you're in the area. And then one last thing I wanted to mention here in Costa Rica, there are different microclimates. Yes. There's actually about seven of them throughout the area. And I do know that in the Guanacaste area, the rainy season is considered from April 15th through November 15th. But the locals did say even in the rainy season, there is only a shower really in the afternoon. It's not an all day rain. Mm -hmm. But once September and October hits, then it's more of a truly rainy season um, with pretty much rain. (laughs) Exactly. And they did say the best time to go is actually right after the rainy season ends and transitions to the dry season. So that way the land will be green and not brown. So it'll be green from the rains, but uh, the weather will be dry. So they suggest going definitely in the middle of November to the beginning of December is like the perfect time to go. So this sums up our recent trip to Costa Rica. I do want to do a quick crush it uh, travel favor of the week item. And this is a thin chamois microfiber beach towel. Yes. These towels are great as they're very lightweight and thin. And they actually pack really well in a suitcase or a beach bag. And they don't take up much room and they don't weigh 10 pounds like a water soaked beach towel does. We took them on our excursions and we even use them home um, when we're just at the pool. They're just great to have. So we do recommend those, especially if you're going to be anywhere on vacation and need a beach towel. But this sums up our trip to Costa Rica. 
So thank you to Jennifer for chatting with me today. My pleasure. Yes, thank you. You can find all of our Pineapple Escapes agents on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com. Our site includes a link to all our Travel Tidbits episodes, plus information about all our agents and links for our social media. We'd love to have you join our community. So, bye guys! Bye! We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits Podcast, hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.